this is Celanda. With I read the whole Bible every year. Come in. I read the whole Bible every year. Uh, thank you for joining in today. Actually, today I'll be sharing my summary of the book of Isaiah. We're in the book of Isaiah, and that will be Isaiah chapter 5 through 8 today. I pray that you guys are doing well, that your family are well and safe. I'm not, not going to be before you long today. It's a short um, summary, but I, um, Isaiah is one of the main prophets. This is a new book that we're starting um, with the prophet, so I'm excited about that. So we're going to go ahead and get started. I pray that what I share today gives an accurate account of God's words and that it blesses you and give insight into his word. So um, before we get started, let's just take a moment and go before the Father as always. Heavenly Father, we come before you today just giving you honor, praise, and glory for this day, for this is the day that you have made. And we just thank you. We thank you, Father God, for each and every one in this community that will hear this word. We pray, Father God, that their hearts will be open and that their lives will be forever changed through your word. And we just give you honor, praise, and glory for everyone that is here. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So starting with Isaiah, actually it's Isaiah chapter 5. Isaiah is describing um, the, he's um, describing the um, God-chosen generation, which is uh, the children of Israel. He's comparing it to the parable. He gives a parable um, of a vineyard. So um, Isaiah, it starts off with Isaiah is singing a song to the Lord, speaking in a parable. And he's comparing God's chosen people, which is the tribe of Judah, to a vineyard. He asked the question, what more could have been done? Because as we know um, in past readings, what has been happening with the um, the um, the tribe of Israel, they're doing the opposite of what God says not to do. But um, so Isaiah is asking, um, what, um, asking the question, what more could have been done for the vineyard because it yielded only bad grapes? And he speaks about the hedge of protection that's being taken away, that destruction is coming upon them because of their rebellious ways. He speaks about a drought that, it, that they will experience, that there will be no rain, um, that the clouds will be closed up. And this is all of a result of when, um, because of their rebellions and disobedience and um, idolatry, and God is, um, so when God was looking for justice, and he only found bloodshed, it says, and for righteousness, righteousness, he only heard distress. It continues on um, talking about the sorrows and distress that will come upon, um, upon them because of their sinful and rebellious ways. Chapter... 16 continues on. It speaks about the call of Isaiah, the commission of Isaiah, that he's called to um, it, the tribe. Is, um, they're described as wicked people. And these are supposed to be God-chosen people that he was going to use this generation, this um, 
the tribe of um, Israel to demonstrate to the world and those around them what it looks like to serve God, the God of Israel, the true and only living God. And it gives details about um, Isaiah's experience being called. So what he's doing, he's using Isaiah to try to um, to minister to the tribe and um, about prophecies to come, you know, and his heart is that they will turn, they will take heed to the warnings of the prophet and turn from their wicked ways. It continues on in chapter 7 that war uh, war is going to um, occur against Israel. And it talks about the king of Israel and the king of Syria that collaborate to go to war against um, Jerusalem. However, God sends Isaiah to speak to the king, to speak to King Ahaz to assure him, no, that will not take place. God speaks to Ahaz again, telling him to ask for a sign from the Lord. But Ahaz refuses to ask because he felt that it was putting the Lord to a test about what had already been spoken. And that's sometimes um, we find ourselves doing that too. God has spoken the word, and I don't know, because of life circumstances, whatever it is, we kind of forget at times and are, are not really sure. But then this is just a demonstration. We have to be reminded of who God is. He is the creator of the universe. He is the omnipotent, omniscient, the all-knowing, the all-powerful, the omnipresent. He's everywhere. So he knows what's what is going to happen. He knows the past, present, and the future. And the um, the chapter ends with describing how trials that will come upon Judah. Chapter 8 describes the fall of Damascus and Samaria. So it's a lot going on in these three chapters. I would encourage you to go back over it again, which I'll be doing myself, and just ask the Holy Spirit to put out um, different lessons that we can learn and apply in our life today. Because the Word was written, um, the, the, the Bible is a book of life instructions. When I first heard that, I was like, wow, I never thought about it that way. But God is the creator. He created humanity. So he had to, um, he used the prophets and others um, along during that time to record, to require so that we will have the word and uh, an outline to follow, instructions to follow, that we don't have to be like that, like, um, the children of Israel, we have the word. So apply the principles, the laws, the decrees that he's in, and the instructions that are given in the word. So I just want to um, share that with you. And um, thank you so much for stopping by. And um, we do appreciate your support. God's willing, join me next Thursday. We will continue in the book of Isaiah. And I speak God blessings over you, family. Stay safe. See you next Thursday.